Welcome to the Trending Combination Podcast. I'm KJ Pilcher, joined by Dick Briggs, as always, ready to break down some college and high school wrestling action this afternoon. And of course, uh, we'll start with uh, college wrestling. A big weekend for uh, Iowa, Iowa State, you and I last weekend. Um, Iowa had Senior Day versus Wisconsin at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Uh, the Hawkeyes come away with a win to send out uh, a pretty special senior class in style. Um, you know, it's, uh, they won eight weights uh, and came away with a 29-6 victory over the number nine Badgers. Uh, Coach, a pretty fitting way to, to send out a, a pretty special group of seniors. Man, and that's for sure. I don't know how many total seniors there were, but just the seniors that were on the varsity that night, uh, six, I believe, wasn't it? And uh, I mean, that's pretty special. Uh, you know, and, and it's not, I mean, you've got one that came from the year before that kind of started it. And then you got one that's probably going to be here next year <laughs> in Spencer Lee and uh, hopefully anyway, right? And, uh, yeah. and so, you know, what a group that was. It is, you know, so they've really, they've really, uh, I think, stepped up Iowa <laughs> rustling and, and not that it was ever <laughs> anywhere, but it's, you know, it's brought it back to the top this group. So really special for sure. Yeah. And as you mentioned, the seniors that they uh, uh, honored afterwards, uh, Aaron, Aaron Costello, uh, Austin DeSanto, Jaden Ironman, Michael Kemmer, Alex Marinelli, Vince Turk, Miles Wilson, uh, Caleb Young, as far as the wrestlers. And then I believe uh, uh, Jenna Novak, uh, uh, one of the senior managers. So uh, they were all uh, recognized and, you know, a couple of them, uh, you know, Vince Turk had, uh, you know, had, hasn't really been in the lineup this year, uh, wrestled Austin Gomez, and we'll talk about him a little bit uh, later. Um, he wrestled him pretty tough, but Alex Marinelli, his win over Dean uh, Hamity, uh, he was ranked number six, unbeaten coming in, um, and uh, Marinelli came away with, like, the, uh, the eight. Five victory, eight six victory. It was eight five, uh, and he ended up uh, earning Big Ten Wrestler of the Week on Co Wrestler of the Week honors, uh, sharing it with Nick Lee of Penn State. Right, did it? You know, another Marinelli type match. Just came at him, came at him, came at him. Third period, scored big points, and walked away with an impressive win over a tough, tough wrestler. Uh, and of course. Uh, uh, Scott Unash said this to me uh, on the gym class uh, the radio show here in Cedar Rapids uh, on Monday. You think Iowa should just retire who let the dogs out uh, now that Michael Kemmerer is done uh, competing at Carver Hawkeye Arena? You know, probably because, I mean, when you hear that, who, who's going to run out? It's going to be the chem dog, right? And, uh, right. And, and uh, you know, what a great guy. He just seems to be in and, – uh, in, that whole group has just been really classy. It's been fun to watch all of these guys and listen to them. And, and, you know, the spotlight's been on Spencer Lee and rightly so. And, and, you know, uh, chem dog has, has been there all along and you know, plugging and doing his thing and, and, and Marinelli and, and the, you know, the rest of the group, but, but uh, he's just seems to be a classy guy. So yeah, I think that we should retire. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Interestingly, he finished uh, 26 and two all time at Carver Hawkeye Arena. His only two losses, I believe, obviously uh, 
here recently to Carter Sorochi of Penn State. You know who the other one is? Oh boy, um, I don't know. Jason Knopf of Penn State. Okay. Back when Kemmerer was a 57 pounder, uh -huh. uh, that's the only other one to beat him in the duel. So uh, quite a few uh, moons to go. Uh, moons ago, um, Austin DeSanto. Uh, he had. Uh, a big win, another technical fall, kind of fitting for him to close his uh, uh, Hawkeye career out at Carver with a tech fall. Uh, he had 13 takedowns. It actually was the 27th uh, career match. He scored more than 20 points. So uh, that was uh, that was pretty impressive. But I'm not surprised with his pace. He just goes and goes and goes. I mean, that it's you know he he's fun to watch. He's you know uh, he, there's there's never a moment when you're you know, waiting for something to happen in his matches, it seems like. Yep. And another one that's been on the tear, uh, not a senior, but Tony Cassiope, major decision, Trent Hilger, 9-0. Uh, Hilger, very uh, strong heavyweight for Wisconsin, but Cassiope with wins over Hilger, uh, Kirk Vallette, he is really uh, kind of stepping up his game here. Right, and I think a lot of Hilger. He's a tough, tough wrestler, and uh, you know, to win nine to zero—that's impressive, right there. You know, that's—I mean, he didn't let him score. That's crazy. So, yeah, big win. That was the most impressive, other than the Marinelli win, to me. I mean, that was that was cool. And you're right; he's just—he's he's rolling right now. Um, and of course, the one thing that you know needs to be mentioned—something that uh, happened on the uglier side of things. Um, Austin Gomez sent out a statement, uh, I believe Monday, um, saying that he was uh, subject to racial slur, a racial slur from uh, Hawkeye fans as he was walking to the tunnel after his match. Uh, apparently, his uh, family, um, you know, received uh, uh, how would you say? Um, taunting and you know people were swearing and cussing at I believe cussing at him was uh uh one of the ways that Gomez described it including his 16 year old sister um you know now I, I think we both can agree uh many Iowa fans are are good you know they're intense but they don't uh they're they're not made up of this kind of fabric. However, you can't ignore uh, something like this when it happens, and it needs to be addressed. And uh, Wisconsin sent out a statement uh, uh, discussing it, um, wanting a safe environment for all their athletes in any sport, uh, home and away. Uh, Iowa talked about uh, you know that they don't condone this, and you know this is something that. Uh, they need to they're looking into right now uh, when they find out who it was there'll be punishments but just kind of a ugly and and uh, unfortunate situation that occurred with Austin Gomez and something he said uh, also occurred when he was there as a cyclone wrestler. you know it's I just have one thing to, to the people that would do that just grow up would you Come on, get along. This is this is stupid. He said, I mean, it's just frustrating. It's you know, it it it's a 
It's wrong. I know it probably happens in every venue, every stadium, sadly, because of, you know, society. And, mm -hmm. and now it's going to, you know, it's going to be even more I don't, exposed. And that's a good thing in a bad thing, but it's a good thing. So now maybe people will figure it out and, and get along. You know, it's, just, it's, I mean, seriously, is that's what you're, you're want, wanting to yell. Uh, I, I just, I don't I mean, I'm so saddened by it. And, you know, it, it makes the Iowa fans look bad. It makes, and, and, and the rest of the country, they don't really need that. Cause you know, when you're in Iowa and you're winning all the time, people want to hate you anyway. And, uh, you know, Iowa embraces that role, but not for this, you know, it's for tough wrestling and for women. Okay. But that's good. You know, if they're hating you. Right. But, uh, you know, it's, you know, when I was a coach, if people love my team, it's because we sucked most of the time. <laughs> so when we were good, they didn't like us so much. So but, right. but my point is, is that, you know, get along, man. It's, it makes the state of Iowa look bad. And with, with the social media and the, the readiness and, you know, at the fingertip, it's, it's going to be all over the place. So grow up. You know, there, there's a lot of thoughts that, that really come through my mind. And, you know, one, you know, when it comes to wrestling, I guess one of the things that I've always loved about wrestling is it didn't matter what your makeup was. It didn't matter what your creed was. It didn't matter what your, uh, you know, religion was or anything. You know, you seem to have this mutual respect with each other because, you know, everybody was putting in the same hard work. You know, it was mano a mano. You know, that was one thing about wrestle-offs that seemed more fair than anything else, that, hey, you go head-to-head, -head, whoever wins, you got. You know, same thing. You know, it didn't matter, you know. Uh, I, and I was lucky at WASH. We had a very diverse team. Um, you know, at Buena Vista, it wasn't so much, but, you know, um, Still, it was the same tenets. You come in, you do the work, you pull for each other. You know, you set all that other stuff aside, your teammates and your, your wrestlers. And, you know, you had you at least had this mutual respect regardless, you know. Um, and that's what I think is special. I don't understand why this would creep in um, with fans. You think they would have enough. One, respect and human decency to begin with, but second, for, for the respect for uh, whoever's taking them at, um, knowing that they're doing something 99% of the population uh, couldn't, couldn't stand to do. They couldn't put in the work just to get out there in the first place, nevertheless perform in front of them. Um, you know, and, and, and it just comes down to human decency. Whoever said it, you're not freaking tough. You're not cool. All, all you are is disgusting is what you are and I hope you're watching this and I don't care come up and see me sometime and you know you can tell me I'm fat stupid and whatever but you're not cool you're not tough uh you're not a you're not a good person for what you said at that moment now maybe you learn your ways or that was just one blip on the radar for you but at that moment you were you're not a good person. And I think you forfeit any rights to be able to sit in a seat at Carver Hawkeye arena or any college event from here on out. Yeah, and I'll go one step further. The, not just the people that were yelling at a person or whatever, but the people around that are hearing it, they need to step up. 
You know, you need to step up and say, hey, knock it off. And, you know, don't be part of the problem by being silent. Like, you know, something was being said at the Wartburg-Augsburg meet a couple of weeks ago from the Wartburg side to the, and to the Augsburg side. And I said, hey, keep it classy, man. And, you know, and, uh, and so I stepped up and, you know, and that person did, it, it, uh, you know, but, you know, so don't just sit there and listen to that. If it's offensive to you, and, and I know that there's a bit of risk doing that because some people can get you know, argumentative and such, but step up and say, you know, hey, come on, keep it classy. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta stand up for what's right. And like you said, uh, you know, you, you gotta self police things, especially you know Iowa fans. You don't want uh, you want you don't want to be painted with the same wide brush uh, as this person as you're gonna be now. Uh, then you need to step up and uh, say something and put a stop to it. That's what's right. But you know, it's kind of put a damper on a darn good meat, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's weird, especially we, we just got done talking about the seniors and how they kind of went out in style. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, that situation – well, the biggest unfortunate thing is what the Gomez family had to go through. Right. Um, that, that's the biggest unfortunate part of this whole thing, that they're subject to this whole thing. And and I'm sitting there thinking, OK, whether they're college, college kids or whether they're grown, full adults, and you have a 16 year old girl sitting right there. And of course, we have daughters, um, you know. I tell you what, how how the Gomez is uh, kind of held there uh wits about them I, I mean i don't know if i could have been that uh that calm um and collected but um yeah it's just unfortunate like you said you know we're we're talking about that right now um when it should have been fully up fully on that senior class and uh what what they accomplished and uh the thing i'm trying to find here really quick uh were the quotes uh that uh, from the press conference yesterday, and I thought uh, Tom Brands uh, had some some really really good things to say. Um, and, and I tell you what, he he addressed it right out of the gate. Um, it was something that he wanted to uh, um, kind of get to and 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 deal with, um, and let people know that. Hey, this is uh yeah and and not to undermine this issue but there's in a broad view of this there's people out there that want to bring iowa down and you know this is definitely bringing iowa down that was wrong it's you know, we've already addressed that but the, you know this aside now other issues they're going to try and find issues to bring iowa down because you know because that's their way of lifting their program or whatever so uh you know be on your best behavior man that's right. That's right. Um, and not to mention, just enjoy, just enjoy the stuff. I mean, I don't know how you can enjoy it when you get that uh, ramped up. Now, I, I say that and I'm being hypocritical because, you know, there there is a time in my life where I'd see red when a team would lose or uh, I'll admit I'd broken a couple of uh, remotes uh, when I used to get all hell bent when I had a you know, when the Yankees lost or Washington's football team lost or whatever, it took me a long time to grow up and, you know, just start enjoying 
uh, things. And of course, it's taken me so long to, to find these uh, quotes from uh, Coach Brands yesterday. Um, I apologize for that. But I, I really do want to. Uh, as you're looking for those, maybe we can forward a little bit to the uh, to the battle on the about uh, was it about on the ballpark or? Yes, uh, like, Iowa, Okie State uh, wrestling. They're going to have some uh, men's uh, freestyle going on, and uh, uh, Mongolia just has recently pulled out, but I think they're looking to uh, uh, kind of get some uh, women's. Um, matches, women's matches scheduled uh, to replace that. I, I think from what I've heard, there's they're trying to get you know obviously the Iranians pulled out, but so there's some people that are some uh, foreign wrestlers that are training in the inside the United States that might be available and be able to come and uh, compete as well. So hopefully they get some matches put together. Uh, so here is Tom Brands' opening statement. Um, I want to extend an apology to him and his family. No athlete, no parent, no opposing fan should have to go through what he he went through ever anywhere. The world has a lot of work to do with social injustice issues. The work is important to our campus. The work is important in our athletic department, and it's important to our wrestling program. And it's important to me. Diligence is high. And that was his. That was his uh, first. Um, Statement, and then he was asked uh, uh, kind of some questions further along about uh, had he experienced that stuff before? Because you know, uh, Carver Hawkeye Arena is raucous, it's rowdy. I mean, it's part of the atmosphere, um, you know. And he says he's he'd never experienced that, but he also talked about just that that's not. Uh, you know, you've got to ask somebody um, that's been a part of that. You know, he mentioned that uh, uh, the administration's looking in and trying to find out the person responsible. Uh, and quote, when and if we find those fans, the penalties will be stiff for them. I just, I also talked about our approach, specifically myself and Hawkeye Wrestling. We address this specifically with our team, but this is an ongoing conversation as well. And there is no tolerance, no place, no room ever anywhere for what happened Saturday. It's an ongoing conversation, and there's a lot of work to do. And you do that work by listening. Uh, he said you have to you have difficult conversations, and then you listen some more. I don't know if my opinions really matter on what the solution is. I think I have to listen to the people who are in that environment or raised in that environment every day, and that's how I'm going to learn. Um, and I think that's probably the most poignant point. Um, yep. Words of wisdom for all of us right there. So. Okay. So let's put that behind us now. Well, not put it behind us, but let's just move on to uh, Oklahoma State um, and Iowa. Uh, you know, this battle of the ballpark, you know, uh, kind of reminiscent to uh, – you know, the grapple on the gridiron as far as being in a different type of uh, facility. They're going to do it at Globe Life Field, the Texas Rangers home baseball uh, stadium. Um, you know, do you do you think these special events held in 
you know, different uh, unique settings. Uh, you know, Iowa State and Arizona State were at Bank One Ballpark in, in Phoenix, I think, once for for just a college wrestling duel. Do you do you think these are the the type of events that will help um, increase interest? In, I, I, yeah. I think so. And some of the, off the top of my head, some of the venues that I've seen, like on, on beautiful stages, uh, 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 auditoriums. So you're looking down on that, on the mat there, uh, on battleships or, or, you know, different warships. Um, and, and uh, like the Citadel, I think it's outside where there you can stand around. I think it's the Citadel. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago and just a beautiful setting. So I think that's cool. Uh, you know, even, uh, Cornell College. I don't know if you remember uh, did uh, one out on the football field. <laughs> that was nope. Didn't consider do hitting the mat. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. Kind of an ice skating rink for the first few matches uh, that mm-hmm. were reserve ones. But uh, I do. I think it's great. You know, try something different, have some fun, and and uh, um, you know some some things are going to work out big, like you know that forty two thousand or however many were in the in the uh, car uh, in the Kinnick Stadium, that was a home run. Thank goodness the weather held for it, right? And then, yeah, right. And then, you gotta have some luck when you're doing those. Right. And then some may not work, but why not try it? You bet. Yep. Um, you know, and that, I think that was one of the things that uh, Tom Brand said. Um, you know, uh, uh, he, he kind of likes, likes these things as long as they make sense and as long as they're you know, executed the right way. He's been uh, very complimentary of the the people down in Texas, uh, the Texas Rangers organization, uh, Rev Entertainment, um, you know, Oklahoma State about, you know, how this is going and the way they've adapted. Because like you said, Iran's pulled out, uh, Mongolia's pulled out. Uh, you know, they were able to create some uh, different, like a USA versus an all-star team, um, even though the all-star team is uh, – some pretty familiar faces um, from other countries. You know, now they're doing the same thing for the women. There's a youth takedown tournament earlier in the day, like 300 uh, wrestlers will compete in that on the same mats that they're going to see Iowa, Okie State, and, and the international wrestlers compete on. Um, I think it's pretty cool. And the one thing that really kind of stands out is this isn't in Oklahoma and it's not Iowa, it's in Texas. That's uh, that doesn't have any college wrestling um, in, in representation, even though uh, the high school numbers have, have the participation level has really increased over the last five to 10 years down in Texas. And, and I think that's a, a key part of this too. Right. Uh, in terms of Texas wrestling, I always said, if Texas ever got wrestling going, look out, holy cow, that state, geez, they could be a force to be reckoned with for sure. And, and to have it in a neutral site, and, and it, to me, it's like, you know, uh, Smith and, and Brands are, have always been, you know, brutal competitors and enemies, you might speak. But, you know, through the years coaching, there's a, definitely a, a respect. You know, when, 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 uh, when they, they had the, the, the meet in Kinnick, who did Brands call? Oklahoma State, John Smith. And now John Smith's got something going or they had something going down there. I don't know if John made the call to Brands, but. But, uh, you know, he was happy to step up and, and wrestle Oklahoma State. And so, you know, I, I think there's a definitely respect going there. And, and, you know, admiration or whatever you want to call it. I don't know that I go to as far as love or anything. But, yeah, no. <laughs> but, uh, you know, still, 
competitors on the mat, but off the mat, they know what's good and they're willing to, to do that. Right. And, uh, you know, speaking of uh, the duel itself, which, um, you know, obviously is a, a big part of that. Um, you've got some interesting uh, things in the lineup. Uh, you know, Iowa, they're two lightest weights. Uh, you've got Drake Ayala back in the probable lineup. Um, interestingly, last week, uh, they sent out bout sheets, apparently. I wasn't at the Wisconsin duel, so I'll say that first. I was covering sectionals. J.R. Ogden was there, but heard that uh, Drake Ayala was actually on the weigh-in sheet. They came back and took all those, gathered those back up. Um, and then Jesse Abara was on there, but now you've got Ayala and Abara uh, on the probable lineup at 25. And then you got DeSanto and Shriver. At 133, and the reason why that's notable, I think, is because Dayton Fix is not only going to compete uh, in the duel, but he's also going to wrestle in one of the freestyle matches that's going to be held simultaneously uh, next to the Iowa Oak State mat, uh, mat. That is That's cool, really, actually, that he's going to do that. And uh, hopefully they'll give him some time to rest. <laughs> uh, the... Uh, uh, you know, if uh, Ayala is in the lineup, I, I'm pretty sure that of the 20 wrestlers that take the mat, it kind of depends on who they put out on the mat. And I guess if DeSanto's in the, in the lineup, then uh, of the 20 wrestlers, 19 of them will be ranked. And the only one that's not ranked is the replacement for, for Ferrari. So, you know, if he was in there, it would be all, all 20 uh, wrestlers would be ranked and so i mean so you've got some really interesting matchups uh and some it, it's some matchups that are closely ranked which makes it intriguing to me you know for instance um you got uh gefeller and, and murin 13 and 10 and you got sheets and young 18 and 12 and you know both both sides have really great wrestlers so this is more it's not an iowa runaway that's for sure it's gonna it's gonna be fun to watch yeah, it, it, don't be deceived by Iowa State and UNI's win over Oklahoma State because uh, those were both very good wins. And this Okie State lineup is dangerous, especially when you go to that, uh, that middle, you know, from 49 to 84 because Sheets and Whitlake at 65 and Plot at 74 and uh, Dakota Gear at 84. Those guys can win matches against anybody. Right. If you're not on your game or if you're getting too caught up in, you know, uh, the, the circumstances surrounding the meet, uh, that's going to jump up and bite you. Um, so this is, a, this is a duel that, you know, you look at paper and seeing the past results, you're like, oh, Iowa should be okay. You know, Okie State's lost to Iowa or Iowa State, you and I, Missouri. But – uh, those are three good teams. Oklahoma State's, uh, you know, dealing without the uh, Ferrari being around, and um, this is this isn't a, a gimme by any means for the Hawkeyes. Right, and uh, you know, um, <laughs> Oklahoma State's had a couple, you know, like the the Iowa, uh, UNI and Iowa State lost, and then also Missouri. So you know, they're they're not happy with that. They're not going to just sit back and go, oh, well. But, you know, they're going to do something about that. They're going to be very focused, you know, with Iowa coming in because that would right the ship for them, for, you know, for sure. Um, oh, you know, it's, it's 
it's going to be a battle to beat Iowa, but it's it's not out of possibility. You know, like we said, if Iowa's flat, but uh, some great great matchups. You you mentioned Whitlake, you know, against Marinelli. That's eight versus five. Although I think Marinelli might be a little low uh, ranked there, but uh, then you also mentioned Gear, who's who's eleventh, and he wrestles Asad, who's fifteenth. So there's those very similar rankings that could go either way. You know, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Um, so that that duel is has been pushed back all the way to 8 p.m. on Saturday. So uh, you'll be able to catch uh, all types of high school action on Saturday, and then settle in to watch uh, Bowd at the ballpark. There, I'm really interested to see how it gets carried out, and um, and definitely could be a blueprint for for some others to, to follow after after this. One thing I was thinking about about this before we started the podcast, you have, you literally have filled just about every wrestling role I can think of. You've been a competitor, obviously, at the high school and college level. Um, you've been a coach. You've been a parent. You're working as an official now. You know, have you really kind of looked back and, and taken stock on, on just the different uh, contributions that you have made? I know I know it's something that you don't really focus on and stuff. I, I mean, and I almost forgot the media part of it, doing this with me and, uh, you know, calling uh, duels on KCRG 9.2. So you've done just about everything to give back to the sport. Do you take stock in, in all the things that you've done? You know, I hadn't really thought about it. And, and uh, I guess I don't think of giving back. I kind of think of it selfishly as I'm still taking away. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I do it for, for, because I love the sport and I love the people that are in it. And, and, uh, you know, we started off this conversation, this, this a podcast talking about a negative issue and, but, the, the wrestling community is tight. You know, we're competitive on the mat, off the mat, like our Jefferson and Prairie meets back in the day when they were bloodbaths, you know, and then yeah. the wrestlers got along fine. You know, the fans were the ones that made such a big deal of it. And I loved it. That was great. Make it, make a big deal of it. Cause if that's what gets you to come into the gym and have fun at the meet, then so, so be it. But that's that wrestling connection that I always wanted to keep. And I really don't ever want to let go up, you know, and, and, and you do it through your skills and, 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 uh, in writing and, and sharing the stories. And uh, it's just been fun for me to get to know that side of it with the media and watching you do that, you know, with, with uh, trips to D1 nationals and, and working alongside you on the media. So it's, it's a greater appreciation than I ever had before now seeing what you do. And, and you, you know, well, uh, well, that's, that's really, uh, what's the most rewarding part of it? Which role can well, you, can you differentiate between any of them? Yeah, when you were going through those, I happened to think that being a dad was has been pretty dang good. I mean, because <laughs> he's so darn yes, not going when he's been so darn good and successful, he he makes you know makes everyone look good. So. <laughs> uh, send us out, and we'll look forward to talking to everybody next week. All right, we miss you, Wyatt. Let's keep wrestling on the move. Thanks for watching, everybody.
Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.